You guys, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, you need to. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcast, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the Halloween episode of Mimesis, a podcast about all the twisted ways that art and life imitate each other. I'm Stacey Rourke. And I'm Sandra Sheriff Zachary. And we are your spooky hosts on this Hallow's Eve. Happy Halloween. Happy <laughs> Halloween. What are your plans for this Halloween, my dear? Um, Take the kids trick-or-treating. Put on a table of candy for neighbors to take. Do you worry that somebody's just going to empty the whole basket into their candy bin? You know, we've done it for the last two or three years now, and we always come home to candy. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I don't know if it's because our neighbors were sitting outside last year for the last two years watching it, but monitoring it. Yeah, we've came home to candy, so. We'll see this year. We don't have our neighbors, the same neighbors anymore. So. Yeah. Well, my my girls are going out there at an age where they're going to wander through the subdivision on their lonesome Aww. collecting candy. And I'm going to stay home and pass it out. But tonight I'm testing. This is because we're actually recording on Halloween Eve. Right. So tonight I'm going to go test out my fog machine around my <laughs> graveyard in my front yard and make sure. Don't put that it in your house and again. Don't put it that. Yeah. Don't put those in your house. That sets off your smoke detector. <laughs> Found that out the hard way. Um, but we're going to test it outside where it belongs and get that fired up and ready to go. I'm so happy that your girls still want to go trick or treating. I love that because they're not, not in trouble. Yeah, they're not going out partying. They just want some candy. So yeah, I, right. teenagers, come to my door. I will give exactly. you candy. I've got a big old basket. The really funny thing is because my kids, they they will steal the candy. I have not told them the candy is in the house. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know. Yeah. Ours is sitting unopened. Scott, he's like, can I open this? And he goes, no. And I was like, why? He goes, because I will steal it and eat it. So do not open it. <laughs> yep. The only thing that I haven't been able to keep myself out of is this year I got um, I got Sour Patch Kids, I got Rolos, I got Peanut Butter Cups, and I got Tootsie Roll Pops. And I can't leave the Tootsie Roll Pops alone. Like, <laughs> can't help it. That's cute. You would you would think the chocolate, but nope, I can't leave the Tootsie Roll Pops alone. That's cute. Anywho. Um, so to, well, I'm sorry. 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 Um, this past week, Emma had her concert and they were able to dress up. So now she's like, I need more for my costume. Aw, she looks so cute, too. She did. Yeah, they did Pretty. so good at their concert. Isn't that fun? We just went yeah. to um, the girls... Uh, high school play last night and the set was just beautiful is that where the pictures were taken from that ellie posted yeah that was gorgeous yeah the set was really really pretty they built a piano and it was really neat they had like hidden doorways that like walls that turned on the set for a high school production that's pretty freaking crafty yeah Oh, I'm yep. sad I missed it. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sad I missed Emma's concert. You the hazards of living. A, what? You can go and watch it. Yeah, I still need to. I, yeah, I've... that link. It wasn't just a live link. They actually recorded it. Okay, good. So, good. Yeah, because this week, work-wise, this whole week got away from me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I got slammed with work this week. Yes, you did. But okay. I fit in time for uh. My research. Before we get to that, though, you have you have something you have to say. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I made a boo-boo last week. <laughs> <laughs> I hinted that Trish died 
and Trish didn't die. It was just dairy. Yeah. She's just fine. She's feeling better. She'd like to go yes. for a walk. <laughs> yes. Well, I think she was in the third one. Oh, she came back. She's yeah, the last she girl. Back. Yep. So. All right. Yeah. Little correction there. All right. Well, correction. today we are going to talk about vampires. Vampires. Pretty excited about this. I've been. I love vampires. I know. I know. I always said I would never write vampire a vampire book. Yep. Um, I have an entire series that is vampires, yes, you do. <laughs> and it's really good. Y'all should go read it. Thank you. I love that series. I said I would never ever do vampires, and the story came to me, and I was like, "Well, shit. I guess I'm writing vampires." Yep. So I did. Um, I've been marathoning True Blood. I think I've been talking about this like the yep. last three episodes. I'm up to season five. <laughs> ask me <laughs> season five's not good <laughs> not i have never good. watched season five so i couldn't tell you it's not good it's yeah. not good it's i not think good. the last episode i watched i mean spoil alerts was like she got taken to the fairyland or something yeah. yeah that was like the last episode i watched yeah i i feel like it rebounds a little bit um but right now whoo yeah. I like I'm watching it. I'm going, I don't even remember any of this. And I think it's because I watched and it didn't like it didn't sink it in. It was just at that all. bad. Yeah. <laughs> I tuned I blocked it yeah. out. I do know that what's his name? Um, I can only think of his name on Law and Order, Elliot Stabler. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's in this he's, he's in this in, season. It was that season I, five? Yeah. I completely forgot that he was in this show. Yeah, I forgot he was on True Blood. I forgot Scott Foley was on True Blood. Scott Foley, like from 13 Reasons Why? No. No, Scott, Scott Foley from, he was on Charmed. He was on Scandal. He was on Felicity. He was on uh, oh, Scrubs. He's, uh, okay. He was on um, Grey's Anatomy. That's where I know him from. I didn't know he was on Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, he was uh, Teddy's love interest. I've never watched Grey's Anatomy. Do you know why? Because there was one time my two-year-old had the flu and could not keep anything down. And I had to take her to the emergency room where I was walking with her for eight hours until they could get her back in there. And the entire time we were in that emergency room, they had Grey's Anatomy <laughs> playing nonstop. <laughs> so now I attribute that, that show to um, a hospital waiting room with my infant puking on me and I have no desire to watch it. <laughs> yeah. It's like that one alcohol that you drink so and it like almost kills you. That's kind of the same thing. It just leaves a bad taste in your mouth. I'm done. <laughs> Anywho, so today we're going to talk about those fanged wonders, vampires, fanged. and where the lore originally came from. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so excited. Are you ready? Yes. All right. While belief in vampires dates back centuries, proof of that can be found in situations such as a 700-year-old skeleton that was found in Bulgaria with its teeth removed and an iron rod stabbed through its chest. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine digging that up? Oh, put it back, put it back, put, put it back. It back. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> we are not unleashing that. Don't drop a blood drop of blood on him. He'll come back. Exactly. <laughs> this lore is as old as time, and it's a genre that people are just fascinated with. I mean, we've got books, movies, television. Um, I'm sure this year we'll see some trick-or-treaters dressed as vampires. Oh, for it's, sure. Yeah, every yeah. year, every year. Um, and the rules, for the most part, are pretty typical. <laughs> except they have one. fangs, except in Twilight. <laughs> they drink blood, except for the Count on Sesame Street. He doesn't. Yes. What does he eat? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> hmm. uh, they can't see themselves in mirrors. Yet somehow their hair and makeup is always perfect. How, perfect. How? How? Yeah. Do they do each other's hair and makeup? They'd have to. 
You can't tell me they don't get bedhead laying in the coffin. I don't know. Um, and a lot of them also don't like garlic. That makes me sad for them because right? I put garlic up pretty much everything. Garlic's so good. I know. <laughs> I cook with it and everything. Oh, my gosh. Fresh, fresh garlic. Mm -hmm. You that, really like garlic salt, too. <laughs> I love garlic salt. I love fresh garlic. I love um, Epcot has their street corn that they do during um, one of their festivals. The food they, and wine festival? Yeah. They, I don't think it's the food and wine. I think it's the... Mm art or the flower oh, the one. arts yeah it's one of the other ones yeah. anyways they take an ear of corn they dip it in melted butter and then they roll it in crushed roasted garlic oh my god <laughs> i haven't had that one it's amazing i it's had the amazing. one where they had like parmesan cheese on it not no. garlic roasted garlic yum it's, it's to die for anyways so with all that, where does the myth originate? A lot of people think it started with my boy Vlad the Impaler, uh, and we will get yeah. to him in a little bit. But the legends actually date back even further than Vlad. Really? Yes. Scholars believe that the evolution of these monsters traced back to Europe and the misconception that even after death, the deceased could still harm the living. The legends first arose because at that time, people didn't understand how bodies decompose. Okay. The, the corpse's skin would shrink and it would make their teeth, you know, as the skull is revealed, it yeah. would make their teeth seem longer, which, you know, right, our canine gums are receding. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, our canine incisors are kind of sharp anyway. So if the skin retracts, okay, they kind of look like fangs. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, our nails grow up after death, our hair right. grows after death. So they they didn't understand what was happening. Um, the other thing that kind of attributed, attributed to this, and it's super gross, is the nastiness known as purge fluid. Uh, okay. This is just as gross as it sounds. <laughs> yeah, it is. When the eternal organs break down there's a dark fluid that begins to leak out of the nose and mouth of yeah. the body. I, I think a little bit of it was hinted at in the um, Dahmer show. Yeah. They were talking about the black ooze and um, John Wayne Gacy, who in my opinion is one of the most vile serial killers. He used to stuff underwear in the mouths of his victims because he thought that would stop the fluid from leaking out. No. <laughs> yeah, no, it didn't work. And uh, I hope he enjoyed the lethal injection that gave him an express ticket to hell. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I, that's one serial killer that I don't even like to talk about. I don't like to think about because he's just horrible. Um, but back in Europe, when people would see this purge fluid, they believed that it was because the corpses were rising at night and drinking the blood of the living. <laughs> okay. No, no. Which, by the way, why are you checking up on your corpses so much? Leave right. them alone. <laughs> oh, this people is are... why they invented a bombing fluid. Yeah. Leave them alone. Um, this is all also, if you see any ancient burial sites that have like those iron cages around them. Yeah. This is one of the reasons they thought these bodies were rising at night. So they were, you know, let's let's put steel bars so they can't get out of there. Silver. Silver bars. Yes. There you go. Yep. <laughs> I don't think they were silver. I think they, they probably weren't, but that's. Well, see, they wouldn't even have worked. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> the vampires would have been like, cute. I'm just going to bend these. Like, where did the silver come from? I don't know. That one I'm not sure of. I, it yeah. might actually be some of the original books that were written about vampires. Oh, okay. Because if you're thinking about if you think about it, the very first books, and we'll talk about that later, when they were written, they could make up whatever they wanted to, you know, the yeah. wooden stakes and everything. They were like Right, because there's no imprint yet. Yeah. There's they were no able to make a footprint. It. Yeah. They were able to make it whatever they want. Yeah. And then some people swooped in and were like, but what if they sparkle? <laughs> <laughs> what hear they... me out what if they're sparkly <laughs> and they could be in the sun 
but when they do, they shine bright like a diamond. <laughs> Sorry to all the fans who like Twilight. No. No. <laughs> I loved the books. And I then I watched the, the movies. And the movies just killed it for me. Yes. I, the same. Yeah. And now I can't read the books ever again because it just, the movies killed it for me. Yes. I think the first movie was okay, but then it just went downhill from there. That first movie, and I'm not even talking about the plot or anything, but no. um, I get motion sickness really bad. And those oh, aerial yeah. shots that they yeah. were doing, I ended up so motion sick yes. in, during that movie that like that. splitting headache, it was bad. Okay. Anywho, back to the dead bodies. <laughs> dead bodies. So decomp wasn't the only cause of the, the vampire lore. At this time, people didn't understand diseases or how they were spread. You know, you think about it, a disease affects a town. They don't have science. They don't have medicine. They don't know what it is. Right. So when one person dies and another member of their family ends up sick to you know all of us would think okay well clearly what they had was contagious and now they all have it right back then they thought the deceased was rising and ravaging their family and community <laughs> <laughs> clearly that's the only answer only answer <laughs> and now i understand why the black plague was called the black plague yeah uh, they didn't know what to do, so digging the person up and driving a stake through their, their heart made them feel like they had some sort of control in the situation. <laughs> oh. Yeah. More people are at sick. That time, do, I'm really confused. Do they take organs out of bodies now? Uh, I think they do now, yeah, when they do autopsies. They didn't then. They don't put them back. I have no idea. I've never been in in uh, embalming room. <laughs> the first opportunity I get, I'll let you know and I'll take notes. <laughs> I don't think you'll go in there. You don't think I would? I'm oh. too much of a chicken. I would totally do it. <laughs> right. I would totally do it. Yeah. I would go in with the thought that it's um, research. Yeah. Like research for my books. I would go in and then I would probably That's... pass out. I would probably hear like a ringing sound in my ears and then hit the floor. <laughs> but my dumb ass would go in. <laughs> oh, I absolutely I couldn't do it. I don't think I could do it. Unless it was like a horrific accident scene where like the person had suffered some horrible accident. I don't think I could go in. But if it was somebody that, you know, still looked human and they were just, you know, going to go through the embalming process i think i could probably yeah. be in there until i passed out no i almost passed out like watching somebody get a staple in their head yeah i almost passed out when my child had her forehead glued back together yeah like i saw evan bleeding and i was like i'm going down <laughs> <laughs> see ellie getting stitches I, I got a headache from it because my blood pressure went up, but that one didn't do it. But with Maddie's, when they had to glue, she hit her head on a coffee yeah. table. They had to glue it together and they were like manipulating it layer by layer. Oh, and, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. And I thought I was fine. But then I heard the doctor go, OK, we're going to take a, a, a minute because mom just turned white as a ghost and is swaying. <laughs> and I was like, it's hot in here. <laughs> yeah. Like I was so trying to clean him up, running around, stopping the blood. And then all of a sudden I'm standing there and just holding him. And I was like, I'm going to take a seat because yeah. I'm going down. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. I never like fainted or anything, but I, I had to take the second to sit down and like, okay, <laughs> I can breathe. <laughs> yeah. When I dislocated my finger, I had the, the moment of, um, and for our listeners, I fell and my finger literally was at a 90 degree angle to the side. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't broken. It was just dislocated. But we were getting ready to go to leave the house at the time. And in my, my that moment of shock, I was like unplugging my flat iron and changing my clothes and everything. I knew I had to go to the emergency room, but like my body was just on automatic pilot. Yeah. And then I got to the bottom of the stairs and my husband watched me sway and then I sat down. I did not pass out, but I sat down yeah. hard. And he was like, he had to like slap me back too because I was like, I'm going down. <laughs> yeah. 
So like I say, I would be brave enough that I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to go in there, but I would probably pass out. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't do it. <laughs> oh, goodness. I knew, but anyways, they, um, a lot of vampire scares in history coincide with outbreaks of plagues. Okay. Yeah. Which isn't shocking. You know, they, no. there's a bunch of people dying and instead of thinking, oh, okay, this is, this is probably contagious. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. The dead are rising from the grave. <laughs> Um, as recent as 2006, archaeologists found a 16th century skull in Italy that was buried among plague victims, but this particular body had a brick in its mouth. <laughs> Basically, their way of preventing it from rising from the grave and eating people. <laughs> a brick? You put a brick in his mouth. Can you imagine an actual vampire waking up and being like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I snorted. <laughs> Think of like vampire Bill from True Blood waking up with a brick in his mouth. What? What is that? What is that going to do? <laughs> Blah. There. That's yeah. <laughs> Oh, they didn't know. Bless their hearts. Um, another type of lore believed that vampires didn't have to leave their grave to do harm. Which makes me think of that part in um, the movie Bram Stoker's Dracula when he's buried in dirt and still managing to like unleash all sorts of chaos. Yeah. Remember that part? Did you watch Bram Stoker's Dracula with Keanu Reeves and Winona Ryder? You've never watched it? Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I let my kids watch it. <laughs> they were like, why is every time they drink blood in this movie, like, such a sexual thing? Like, they make it, like, almost, <laughs> like, <laughs> they're, like, moaning and, you know, writhing. And the girls are like, wow, um, this is really over the top. And they're like, why am I watching this with my mother? Yeah, exactly vampires they're like okay well i never have to watch that again <laughs> right anyways um this particular legend comes from northern germany where it was believed after devourers would chew on their burial shrouds which would cause trouble to their li living relatives aka sickness and plague which goes back to the whole shit was contagious thing yeah so <laughs> So they thought they were in their nomin <laughs> their blankies. And it That's was how I'm eating. I'm getting all the fiber. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they're nomin on their, their burial shrouds. What do we do to uh, correct this problem? We, of course, exhume the bodies because that was their answer to literally everything. They would stuff their mouths with soil stone, and coins for good measure. <laughs> it was believed, and I just, I need you to really think about the sentence because it's so dumb. It was believed that if the corpse couldn't chew, it would die of starvation. <laughs> the corpse, corpse would die. It's, it's, it's a corpse. <laughs> can't die already oh. dead yeah anywho <laughs> <laughs> oh but i mean if you're living through that time and you really think and that these things are coming back and eating like you're gonna yeah. do what you think you need to why not burn the body <clears throat> like if the person's already dead why don't we just burn the body now uh, i guess Christian burials were a thing back then. You don't burn the body. Yeah, mm. and I believe the Jewish, they don't let anything happen to the body. Yeah. A, a lot of a lot of, you know, religions and beliefs don't don't want the bodies burned. So I guess Yeah. I guess I'm I'm all for burning my body. <laughs> I know that sounds bad, but I don't want to rot in the earth. Just go ahead. I don't. I just want to be cremated. Make sure so I'm dead first. Up Make sure I'm dead. Exactly. <laughs> I want to be just dead resting. first. 
Yeah, but I get it. I mean, you don't want to do anything with the body, so you you want to find some other way to stop it from rising or chewing at things. <laughs> I don't know. And they went to some extremes. Do you did you ever see they had the um because they were worried about burying people alive. They would put those big long like horn things down into the ground with the thought that if if somebody was buried alive, they could just use that to signal no, for help. I never saw You've that. You've never seen those? I, yeah, no. that's a thing. That's a thing. <laughs> How often do you think that happened? Like, damn it, we did it again. You've got to find mean, a better they, way. <laughs> how would they know that they did it unless they're digging up these people all the time? <laughs> There's really? scratch marks on the inside of this coffin lid. I'm not sure this one was dead. <laughs> <laughs> these people. We got to find a better way to make sure people are actually dead before we put them in the ground. Right. <sighs> that was then. It was another time. Science has evolved and showed, showed us how to make sure someone's dead. <laughs> okay, so during this vampire panic is when the OG vampire books were written, which included The Vampire in 1819, Carmilla in 1817, or excuse me, 1871, and the most well-known of all, Bram Stoker's Dracula in 1897. These works... Like we talked about, this is what laid the groundwork for vampires as we know them today. Yeah. And a lot of them showed them as aristocratic, sexual vampires, um, you know, that the the blood was very, it was a metaphor for sex. Yeah. Um, it's also pretty common knowledge that Bram Stoker based his version of, the, of uh, Dracula on the man known through history as Vlad the Impaler. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Vlad Dracul was born in Transylvania, Romania, much like um, the character in the book. Right. So, he... sorry to interrupt. You said that most of the lore happened in Europe, not just Romania. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, Vlad happens to be from Romania. Romania. Okay. And I think because Vlad... Uh, ruled on and off between 1456 and 1462 and the book came out in 1897 so this is okay. something that he heard about in history um, okay. what vlad the impaler had done and decided he was going to base a character of him which i get i i don't think there's any series of mine that i haven't looked into some element of history to draw from i mean right every single one of my my series i like to draw elements of genuine history and because i think it makes the, the story more um more real more authentic yeah because it can draw on you know there reality is usually weirder than fiction so to tie it yes. in there i don't know i just i think it gives it more of a realism and i think that's what bram stoker did is he found out about vlad and decided to base the character around him Right, because then you're kind of keeping that history going. Exactly. In a sense. Yeah. Because people are going to notice a work of fiction a little bit more than a history book. And how many times now do you think of Vlad the Impaler and Dracula together? I mean, right. it's the two go hand in hand, but for no reason. It's right. <laughs> Vlad Other was... than he wrote about him. Yes. <laughs> Vlad was not actually a vampire. He Damn. wasn't. Even though I wrote a book. <laughs> that he, he was. was. <laughs> he wasn't. Um, Vlad, as I said, he ruled in uh, Romania from 1456 to 1462 on and off. During that time, he fought off the Ottoman Empire to protect his people. And his methods were, were brutal. I mean, you don't get the name the Impaler by being a nice guy. Right. <laughs> he would impale his enemies on wooden stakes. And it's rumored that he would dine amidst his dying victims and dip his bread in their blood. Yuck. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> the impaling on spikes, 
I think we can all call that truth. I mean, they called him the Impaler. Right. We'll go with that one. In my opinion, and this is just my opinion, I think the stuff about dining among their bodies and dipping his bread, I think that's stuff that painted him more and more as a monster through history. Right. You know what I'm saying? That they just... Yeah. They embellished, embellished the yes. actual facts. That's what I think happened. To make him seem more monstrous, yeah. Exactly. Because there's a lot of people that they hear Vlad the Impaler and their thought is he was this monstrous person. Right. However, and I researched Vlad quite a bit before I wrote my book, um, Vlad was a hero to his people. Right. They had statues of him everywhere. He kept them safe. They felt protected. Um, you he know, he was took no shit from anybody. Yeah. Okay. Sure. He he did he did dirty by the people that crossed him, but mm -hmm. his people were safe. His land was safe because of him. Right. So you know, one person's vill villain is someone else's salvation in this case. Exactly. Um, and that that was that was true with him. Side note, it is the badass warrior version help renting and unprotecting people that I use in my books. <laughs> and that's, I love that. I love that book. That one was fun to write. The Vlad? Yeah. Yeah, I love that one. I love the whole series. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, fun. we should probably tell what the series is since we keep referring to it instead yes. of just like Vlad and Vendetta. <laughs> it's my Veiled series. It's uh, three books, Veiled, Vlad, and Vendetta. Yeah. Um, it's a vampire rights movement is happening through the United States and the vampires are basically coming out of the shadows and they're trying to fight for equal rights. Which everybody um, should have equal rights. Yeah. But in this, who the real monsters are aren't necessarily who you think the real monsters are. And yeah. we got vampires in there. We have Dorian Gray in there. Um, Vlad the Impaler. And it's then there's one girl who her name is Vinx. Her family was slaughtered by vampires. And um, she finds out that the best way to bring down monsters is to become one. But yeah. uh, then she finds out she doesn't know as much as she thinks she does. So and there's a whole adventure that happens there. <laughs> and she ends up being a huge badass. And she was she was fun to write. So good. Especially in Vendetta. Oh, my gosh. She was so much fun there. <laughs> yes, I love that one. Thank I was you. so mad that it was over. <laughs> can Can you revisit those characters? I might again, someday. Please? I never say no that I won't revisit some of my stories i still need another one of a crossover, crossover. of uh-huh of your very first series the griffin series the griffin series and the corpse queen oh yeah mm -hmm. yeah i need that you you were mentioning it to me and i need that i think it yeah because uh one of the characters already did crossover so uh-huh hmm Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. Please. But back to vampires in the meantime. <laughs> Damn it. I thought I could get you to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm writing another series right now. I'm not committing to anything else until I, I get this one done. Okay. In the 17th and 18th century, tales of vampires flourished in Southern and Eastern European nation, nations. Excuse me. Rulers and even the Pope spoke out declaring that vampire beliefs were nothing more than superstitious and and fictitious but that didn't okay. stop the myth from growing and thriving as it wouldn't i mean no vampires aren't real we swear to you yeah <laughs> are you just lying to me to make me feel better <laughs> exactly <laughs> then why are why do people keep getting sick and dying <laughs> because <laughs> Because people because are people sick are and gross. dying. <laughs> because at this time, we're throwing our poop out into the street. Like <laughs> Exactly. Like, they didn't understand foodborne illnesses. Yeah. <laughs> Airborne illness, illnesses, period. Right. They didn't understand. No. Um, so the, the myth continues to grow and thrive. In fact, one of the biggest vampire scares 
didn't even occur until the 19th century in New England. What? Yes. At that time, Mercy Brown was the daughter of a farmer named George Brown in Rhode Island. George lost many members of his family to tuberculosis, Mercy being one of them. His community decided to make Mercy the scapegoat for their, at that time, unexplainable deaths. Which, why did they pick her? Why? <laughs> he could have picked anybody else. Yeah, they decided to pick her. Um, so they decided, of course, to exhume her body, because that was their answer to everything. And they found that she hadn't begun to decay. <gasps> why hadn't she begun to decay? Because she was buried in a tomb above ground, and it was New England winter. <laughs> I wish you could all see her face. She just about threw her pen. <laughs> yeah, she was in an icebox. That's why she wasn't yeah. decaying. No. She was in the freezer. Yeah. And the minute that it warms up, her body is going to be like mush. Squish. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because that's what yeah. it does. <laughs> but she was frozen at the time. But they, but, but yeah. they were like, she hasn't begun to rot. And that must mean she's a vampire. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what did they do? Staked her heart. <laughs> no, no. They, it probably would have been better in this situation if they would have just staked her. They decided, because some of her family members were sick, that they would cut her heart out, cut out the dead girl's heart, burn it, and then feed the ashes to her sick brother. <laughs> because that's gonna work. Guess what happened? Do you want to guess died. what happened? He died. He died. He totally died. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, do you think do you think he knew that that's what they were feeding him? Do you like think they, they sprinkled it on his food? <laughs> or like brewed it in tea? Yeah, I don't know. Probably not. They were just like, here, you need to eat this. And he was like, kind of makes that stomach hurt. They're like, no, that's that's the demons leaving your body. <laughs> See, okay. So these people practice witchcraft before they should have been put to this. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you're you're telling the, the Salem girls that they're they're guilty of witchcraft. No, no, you're you're cutting out hearts and feeding them yeah. to people yeah that's some sinister shit <laughs> exactly that's the dark magic there yeah <laughs> oh anywho so another incident occurred in the 1960s when sean manchester the president the 60s yeah this is not that long ago no um the pr he, this guy was the president of the British Occult Society, and he claimed that a vampire was causing people to see strange things in London's Highgate Cemetery. While well, the newspapers, you know, talked to any people that they could, which we know how well that, that works out, and people started reporting seeing a tall figure with burning eyes floating around the cemetery. And the, the newspaper embellished on these stories and started saying that it was a king vampire who was practicing black magic from beyond the grave. In 1970, <laughs> Manchester told the TV news crew that he planned to exercise the vampire on Friday the 13th. And that night, hundreds of people turned up to watch. Guess what happened? Nothing. 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 <laughs> Nothing happened. Uh, it ended up being media sensationalism. It was just a story that exploded in the media, kind of like the the creepy clown sightings from a few years ago. You remember that? Yeah. Or just they were warning about clowns and <laughs> remember before the the COVID the when we were worried about clowns. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> Do you think maybe somewhere there was a fortune teller that was trying to warn us about COVID, but somebody misheard and said clowns and <laughs> very possibly <laughs> fortune teller was like, no, I meant fuck. Never I mind. Clowns. 
Yes, be weary of clowns. Whatever. Okay. Okay. Well, we have to because of it. Yeah. But and that's another thing. I to this day believe that those clown sightings were a publicity stunt for the movie. Right, because didn't it come out around that time? Yeah. yeah. I completely believe that that was a publicity stunt. Yeah. That's just me, though. Now, since this 1970s thing, there have even been killers who believed themselves to be vampires and took it far enough to take actual lives. One of which was Rod Farrell, who at the age of 16 started a cult of bunny ears, bunny ears, vampires who drank each other's blood. This cult began innocent enough there was a role-playing game kind of like dungeons and dragons but this one was called vampire masquerade i don't know if you've heard of it i think i have yeah there was briefly a show made out of it it had like um different kinds of vampires they all had different powers and it was a cool concept um and there's a lot of people that played this game i'm not saying anything bad about the game i'm saying that these kids took shit way too far way too far yeah that's not on the game that's on these kids um the this little cult in addition to rod farrell who was 16 at the time uh also consisted of howard anderson who was 16 charity kesey who was 16 dana cooper 19 and heather wendorf who was 15 15 year old heather was going to run away from home with her little cult um she got the car with you know the rest of them and the car got flat tire and anderson and um rod farrell decided that they were going to steal the family's car um instead of you know changing their own tire because you know that's easier so the two of them, Farrell and Anderson, left the others behind and went back to get the car. Instead, Farrell went into the family home and basically played out all of his gruesome vampire family uh, fantasies on her family. Ugh. He beat her mother and father to death with a crowbar while Anderson watched. I'm sorry, but... Even if you were standing there watching, you're not innocent in my mind. Why didn't you no. fucking try to stop him? Um, some people say that Heather wasn't told about the murders until later, but there are some rumors that she wanted them dead. So there's kind of a. I think I've heard this case before in a different. I probably. There's been some like, different yeah. podcasts that have covered this one. Yeah. Um, Regardless, Farrell was convicted of felony murder and is serving life with no chance of parole. Yeah. You know, I don't care if people dress up like vampires. I don't care if they play role-playing games, but don't don't take it too far to where you're actually killing people. That exactly. you're just a murderer. Know that it's a game. It's make-believe. Yeah. But that's where mental health is a big thing. Exactly. Like... It could be schizophrenia or whatever that mm-hmm. you really think that that's your reality. Yeah. But again, that's not the game's fault. That's not the music's fault. That's not anything but that person. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't excuse anybody. Yeah. So that's a little bit of the history of actual vampires there that we have. Now, I told you we were going to do this beforehand. I'm surprising yes. everybody else with it. I have a game for you. Okay. We're going to play a vampire this or that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, I don't care. You just have to pick one. You just say a name. Okay. But okay. you have to answer quickly and, you, you know, this or that. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Okay. Bill or Eric? Eric. <laughs> she said <laughs> that, that's so That's not fast. even a question. <laughs> <laughs> this one I'm not sure you'll know. Angel or Spike? Spike. Good girl. <laughs> I okay. I never watched that show, but you know who they are. But I know who they are, and you talk about them enough. <laughs> <laughs> you live vicariously through me. And That's then my right. husband watched it too. So okay. <laughs> Edward or Jacob? Oh really? boy, 
this one hurts. You can tell. <laughs> I, I'm probably going to have to say Jacob. I used to be an Edward fan. Okay. All right. Uh, this one, I don't know if you know, but just guess. Stefan or Damon? How would I, you think I don't know this? <laughs> I don't know. You don't watch a lot of stuff. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> I read all the books. Oh, that's my girl. <laughs> um, Stefan. Stefan? Stefan. I actually am really proud of you about that because the Stefan in the books is different than the Stefan from the TV show. I know. Yeah, I know. I watched the first few seasons of that one. Yeah. And like, I like the actor who's Damon. Uh huh. <laughs> but uh-huh. in the book, it was Stefan. Yeah. Twilight or True Blood? True Blood. Had a girl. Vampire Diaries or Twilight? Vampire Diaries. It's getting harder and harder. <laughs> Vampire Diaries or True Blood? True Blood. Buffy or Elena? Buffy. Buffy the Vampire Slayer or True Blood? True Blood. <laughs> Good girl. <laughs> Just again, I only, like, I swear I've only seen, like, bits and pieces of Buffy. But yeah. I that's one that I really should oh, it's a somehow... Good show watch it's a good show i yeah all right i'll go through my answers too just because uh yes, bill or eric here's the thing bill or eric when i watched the show through the first time i was a bill girl i was i'm watching it through again and now i'm switching over to team eric i will say when i watched it i really liked bill and yeah. but there's just something about eric that i've never been able to like Say, I'm just straight up Bill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Angel or Spike? I got to go with Spike. Edward or Jacob? You're going Edward. The <laughs> books. Uh, I don't know. Man, that one's hard. I was it Team really Edward too, is. but I don't know. Taylor Lautner can get it. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Uh, Stefan or Damon? In the books, Stefan. In the show, Damon. Uh, Twilight or True Blood? True Blood. Vampire Diaries or Twilight? Vampire Diaries. Vampire Diaries or True Blood? I'm going True Blood. Buffy or Elena? It's Buffy all day. I mean, come on. And yeah. Buffy or True Blood? I refuse to answer that one. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't. I can't do it. Yeah. So I don't know about you, but I've, I, with going to therapy and healing and whatnot, and like just life being. 25 years later but a this or that Chandler or Ross Chandler I used to pick Ross and now I am totally yes yes wow Uh uh-huh but now that I've like seriously now that things have changed just 25 years later I definitely realize the toxicity that's in Ross he was so toxic Yes, and I'm all Chandler now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you heard any of um, Matthew Perry's interviews about his book with his struggles? I have not, but I really want oh to. My gosh, some of it is just so sad. He was saying that um, you can monitor his addiction through the show by his weight. I know you can, yeah. He said if he's really, really skinny, he's addicted to pills. If he's put on a little bit of weight, it's alcohol. Okay. Um, Just some of the things that he's he's talked about like he said he's i think it was around nine million dollars that he's paid to different facilities just trying to get sober um wow and all the different health issues that he had he lost his teeth because of you know the drug abuse and yeah it's just so sad like it is everybody loved his character and to see now that you know that's what was going on behind the scenes yeah he did it well yeah i guess uh one of the things that he said was he thought he was um being sneaky about um using again and it was jennifer aniston that came to him you know backstage and was like i know you're using again i can smell the alcohol on you and you know go get help yeah he said one of the most beloved episodes of friends was monica and chandler's wedding and immediately after that ep- episode, he was taken and checked into a facility. 
Holy crap. Mm-hmm. Like and the season ending one? Yeah, their wedding. Their wedding episode that everybody he, loved. Yeah. He got done filming and immediately was checked into a facility. Wow. And America didn't have a clue. No. Poor guy. It's so crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I hope his struggles are behind him now. He's 18 yes. months sober and good. Here's hoping he keeps it up. The longer you can go, I think, the more Yep, you'll stay sober. One day at a time. Yep. It's one day. One foot in front of the other. But for tonight... Our, our faithful listeners tonight take one step in front of the other to gather some candy and yes. <laughs> fill <laughs> your baskets with goodie, goodies. Do not worry that somebody is going to give your kids their, their edibles because no. nobody is giving those to your children. They're too expensive. <laughs> exactly. You pay good for money for those. They're not giving them to your kids. Yeah. Maybe they'll pass one to you, but... <laughs> Not your kids. Yeah. Bundle up, stay warm in the northern half of the country where it's freezing up here. Oh, it's 80 degrees down here. It's gorgeous today. Yeah. Well, today it's nice. Tomorrow it's supposed to be rainy and snowy. Oh, it's still going to be 80 and nice here. Yeah. You Anywho. <laughs> well, everyone, enjoy your Halloween. And Sandy, do you have any idea what your, your next topic's going to be? I don't. I don't know. Okay. Well, you'll have to surprise us all. Yeah. I thought about something and then I was like, no, I'm going to change. So I don't know. I'm on the fence. Okay. Yep. But it'll be a surprise and it'll be fun. Like always. It will. (laughs) All right. Well, everyone have a happy Halloween. And until next time. bye. Bye.